She said it was like Christmas morning like 15 times. Because they get to go to Starbucks <laughs> Because now. they get to go to Starbucks. And Dunkin' Donuts. Hello and welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about the Bachelorette franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelorette, season 11. Whether you love The Bachelorette or love to hate it, we'll decode what this reality show reveals about the world of dating. I'm Emma Gray, Senior Women's Editor. And I'm Claire Fallon, Culture Writer. Thanks for tuning in to our finale recap and after the final rose recap. This was truly the night that never ends. It went on forever. Today we'll talk about Nick's second emotional dumping on The Bachelorette, Sean's evolving face, and the apparent budget cuts on this season's travel. We'll also talk to People Now's The Bachelor dudes, Sam Usher. Hi, everybody. And Sammy Smith. How you doing? Just two guys who have a good time talking about The Bachelorette. So we'll just dive right in here. Uh, we start this episode with Nick and Sean meeting Caitlin's family. Yeah, they're back in Los Angeles, by the way, which I felt quite cheated by. Where were the tropical locations? I'm very upset by this. It was devastating to me. First of all, they were in winter jackets for the vast <laughs> majority of the season. There were a lot of shivering rose ceremonies. And aren't they supposed to find love at the end in some tropical location where there's some crazy setup and they're jumping off of boats into the ocean looking lovely in their yes, bikinis? that is what's supposed to happen. Also, Caitlin is from Canada, so does her family just all happen to live in Los Angeles Malibu. now? <laughs> I was, like, very confused by that. But um, Also, they had to end at— the Bachelor Mansion. That yeah. just feels wrong. Just just sad. Okay, but, but going here we back go. to the families. They meet Nick. It's Caitlin's mom and her stepdad, Caitlin's dad and her stepmom, and her sister. And it seems like her sister was actually Team Nick. She said something about how um, she was a big fan of Nick all year. So this, like, predates Caitlin's season. Well, I appreciated that her mom and sister very obviously watched the show. Yeah. Before Caitlin was on. Yeah. You know, they've watched for years. They knew everything about Nick and during Andy's season. And this really informed their initial judgments of him. Yeah. Caitlin's her mom, mom was, was not, not, team not Nick. into it. Not Team Nick and the sister, yes, Team Nick. Um, so Caitlin's mom had to sit Nick down to to give him a little talking to. About how arrogant he was and jealous and just generally awful. She also said something like, I know what you see in her, but what does she see in you? Yeah. Which I was, is just a rough question to be asked by the mom. <laughs> it's just like, also like, it just seemed like a bad question because I just feel like, what are you going to learn from him except whether he has a high opinion of himself? <laughs> and... Even, at, like, there's no good answer to that. Like, if he's like, I'm really great in all these ways, then you're like, oh, he's so arrogant. And if he's like, I don't know, I'm not that great, then you're like, well, I don't want you to m marry my daughter. Well, Nick must have said something good because the mom did a complete 180 and ended just yeah. praising Nick. I think it's when he started crying while telling oh, yes. her how much he, he loved her daughter. Because yeah. as a mother, that would—I mean, I'm not a mother, to, to clarify, but if I were a mother, that would do it for me. Um, so she 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 quickly started turns to cry around. as well, and I think the sharing of those tears <laughs> was really a bonding together. moment for them. <laughs> 
And her dad is a lot easier on on everyone. Yeah, he's like a an, an in and out. Like, okay, you love my daughter, great. Let let's move this farce on. Yeah. So it's actually like the the family stuff is is pretty quick. Yeah. We move on to Sean, and they just love Sean. Although so much. again, uh, her mom goes in for an uncomfortable question and asks Sean if he'll be able to move past the fact that her daughter had sex with Nick. Yeah, what the hell? (laughs) She also has this crazy question-asking style that's very—she has a lot of, like, so that brings me to my next question. Um, Well, I appreciate that she was prepared. I really want—I think she should have a Bachelor podcast. It just reminded me of how I act when I'm interviewing, like, a really famous person and I'm nervous. Oh, it was absolutely (laughs) an interview. Like, not the the kind of interview that— I hope that I have to transcribe myself because I don't want anyone else to hear how awkward I sound. Exactly, which is all of my interviews. <laughs> um, she also what she asked Nick a really weird question too. Like, I know that you two have a lot of chemistry. What is what is it that that makes you have chemistry? I was like, again, like, what is the answer to that going to be? Your daughter's hot. Yeah, she's hot. I'm. I feel turned on when I'm around her. I want to. <laughs> have sex with her like no there's no good answer to that um but she loves sean and even caitlin's sister does caitlin's sister flat out says i'm team sean by the end which is rare you you usually have the family hedging and saying we don't know it's so hard and not offering any real advice caitlin's sister is not messing around she sits her down and is just like look team sean you're better around sean you like sean more that's it. Yeah. And she was like, I was Team Nick before, but now I'm Team Sean after seeing how you are around him. To me, that that in itself sealed the deal. Um, not that we didn't know that before. But oh, right. Should, should we pause a little bit <laughs> to talk about the infamous Snapchat, which we danced yeah, around we danced earlier, around but we we did look at it. So we had a strong inkling that Sean would be winning since they seemed to be hanging out in bed together during the course of when the show was running. Yeah, we, there was a, a, a public snap story of the two of them in bed um, that was briefly shared on Caitlin's account and people saw it and then it was taken down. Um, and ignored, and except ignored. for last night on Jimmy Kimmel, where I guess he brought it up and they explained that, yes, it was a fuck up and yeah. the producers drove out, cut their little visit short and took Sean away yeah. promptly. And there after. was a lot of speculation about how it could have happened. And apparently what happened is they were sending snaps of themselves in bed to the producers, which just is actually like kind of like adorable. It's kind it's of like cute. They're all friends and they're like, they look, are. look at us. How we're so you, happy. And they're all friends so until they fuck time. up. <laughs> but also how can you spend so much time around someone like a producer? You know, they're all assigned handlers, essentially. These people are their lifelines, their only source of information information for multiple months. It's it's just not surprising that they're yeah. besties after. But at the same time, those are the same people that when they accidentally post it publicly, they like fly out there and they're like, you're coming with us. You're not limit, allowed to there's see There's a limitation other. to that friendship, <laughs> Yeah, there, there are limits to every friendship. Um, yeah, you know, sometimes <laughs> my friends are just like, cut me off. Yeah. They're like, this won't play out well on camera. Move along. <laughs> yeah. I, I live my life as though I'm on a reality TV show. Yeah. I mean, we all do in this day and age. Um, so then we have the one-on-one dates. And again, because we're not in a cool location, there's just so very boring. lackluster. I, I didn't even want to watch. Like, 
like move, yeah. move this I was along. like, there's no swimming with the dolphins. They were on a boat, but they weren't even in bathing suits. They didn't yeah. jump off the boat. What's the point of being on a boat if you don't get to make a metaphor how about how jumping is like yeah. risking it all for love and then... And then jump they off go into the snorkeling ocean. with sea turtles. Yeah, it was a real tease. All the yeah. at least they did drink some wine. Yeah, the, which Nick made Caitlin, me want to start chugging. Nick and Caitlin made out like on the boat for like a long time, and Nick and, was wearing a good shirt. Yes, well done. Often he's a little off on the fashion choices. He has been getting a little bit better. Yeah, this was, like, was a very continues. cute little button-up stripey number. Yeah. Um, Sean's date was like they were at a winery allegedly, but all we really saw was them like sitting on some grass, which is exactly what they did the entire time they were in England is sit on grass and drink. You mean Ireland. Ireland, whatever. All the same. I'm so sorry, Irish people. I know that you have, you're a different country. Um, <laughs> the whole time they were in Ireland, all I did was sit on the grass and drink. And now here they are in California and they're sitting on grass and drinking. And apparently they have nothing to say to each other. They were so, nuzzling a little bit and then just being really awkward. Yeah. And Caitlin was like, are you wearing sunscreen? Because I'm really worried because your face is looking just redder and redder as the season goes on. T- to me, that was the one signal that this is true love. <laughs> you care if your partner has sunscreen on. Yeah. She was just like, look, Sean, I really don't want you to get melanoma. Yeah. I'm always trying to get my boyfriend to wear sunscreen. It's really important. Yeah. PSA, everyone. Wear sunscreen every day. Yeah. So at the end of each date, the men are contractually obligated, I think, (laughs) to give a really cheesy, terrible gift to the lead. Yeah, they were sort of like the kind of gifts that, like, fifth graders make for their moms in in class for Mother's Day, but romantic in nature. They go to get them engraved (laughs) at the mall. Yeah. So Nick gives uh, Caitlin, well, he's like... I have a gift for you. It's in the bedroom. And Caitlin's like, what? And he's like, I have a gift for you. It's in the bedroom. She's like, are you kidding? She couldn't tell if it was a sexual innuendo. (laughs) Yeah, it started to get really weird. (laughs) But finally he gets her in the bedroom. um, And then they have sex. No, I'm kidding. Um, And then. (laughs) That would have been way more interesting. Yeah. Well, they might have. But what we saw is that he gave her a sort of folding photo frame and on one side is a picture of them one and can on the other is a poem that a, he wrote a still f- that one of the producers wrangled of course um it would be hard for him to take that photo i guess because they're like nuzzling each other um and um he wrote a poem he hand wrote a poem even call it a poem it's like a prose prose poem sort of thing <laughs> Uh, love note and um she, she was sort of got very verklempt over it um she was like i don't know it's it's not just that what he said it's that i don't know so it's that it was so beautiful and he i was like yes it in it's a called way that was it's so called beautiful. poetry caitlin that's the thing <laughs> and it wasn't very good poetry well, but you know a lot of amateur. time around chris Sewell's, <laughs> so i can true. understand why she's so overwhelmed when someone can write a complete sentence <gasps> yeah I do always feel bad for these guys, like, and girls when they do these things, because amateur poetry, man, is just not a pretty sight. Um, and then Sean's gift. Sean also takes her into the bedroom and gives her a gift. And it's a jar. A memory jar. A memory jar. Whenever- I think he just gave up on the writing of poetry, which was probably smart. Yeah. Although, I have to say, a jar full of memories, what not was a lot in classier. the jar? I'm a little confused. I feel like it was... 
a couple notes with like memories written on them. Maybe some ticket stubs. <laughs> yeah, like pictures, probably also from the producers. I couldn't really tell. It just looked like a jar full of paper, yeah. which is like <laughs> not just, a thing that just what she anyone wanted. wants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Caitlin is clearly the luckiest girl in the entire world. And ends the evening in tears. Of course. Of course. As, you know, this this is a recurring theme. Yeah. And you can tell that she's priming herself to pick Sean because she couldn't think of a thing to say to him all day. And I was like, true love. That's what it is. <laughs> Silence <laughs> on a winery. Um, and then it's the day. It's the day first, she's getting engaged. Right. But first, Neil Lane has to stop by and help the men pick out truly heinous engagement oh, rings. It's. I, I always find the Bachelorette uh, Neil Lane visits so sad <laughs> because one of those guys is just picking out the perfect ring to keep in his pocket but Neil until Lane he has to give it is back. Thrilled to have his cameo. <laughs> it's always. It's always yeah. a little bit of a treat. Yeah, and then he has that awkward conversation with Nick, where Nick's like, "Oh yeah, I was actually." the the second finalist before on on the last season and uh you know i i thought it was going to be you at the door and actually it was it was andy and she came to tell me that she didn't love me and so i'm How really relieved Neil that you're here to respond to that well he didn't really he was sort of like oh Which makes sense yeah and then nick sort of seemed like really upset and then they picked a ring <laughs> like i just have to say throughout all of last night i felt so bad for nick God, it was just, it was, it was awful. Brutal. It was the like returning to the scene brutal. of the crime. It was like, what if like throughout my entire relationship, I had to like be at the exact same place and doing the same things as my my last most painful breakup? I I don't think I could do it. No. Well, that's also probably why neither of us would choose to try to find love on reality television. Yeah, because we're— Also, I'm not, like, six feet tall with washboard abs, so that might prevent— Yeah, we have a lot of things preventing us from (laughs) from going on The Bachelor. Unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think I'm quite what they're looking for. So then it's time for um, the brutal rejection. Obviously, Nick gets out of the limo first— by the way, at the Bachelor Mansion again. So weird. So bizarre. It looks like they're just arriving for the first night. They really must have been trying to cut costs. They're supposed to be like in front of the Matterhorn or something. <laughs> or like in front of Catherine like, and Sean got to ride off into the sunset on an elephant yeah. in Thailand. Right? Were they in Thailand? I think so, yeah. Or they should be like on a beach in Fiji. They should be somewhere. Somewhere better than the Bachelor Mansion with the dirty pool. Yeah. They were like, Caitlin. You messed up. Here's what we're going to do. You have to spend the rest of your season in Ireland, and then you have to go back to the Bachelor Mansion like the whore you are. (laughs) I saw one of the former contestants tweet something like, oh, these guys have to propose at the Bachelor Mansion. I'm pretty sure I peed in that pool. Yeah. I think a lot of them probably did, especially because a lot of them appear to jump into it when they are drunk, like Ryan M. Yeah, I would assume there are a lot of fluids in yeah, that pool like, I can't that you don't want to back swim here by that pool where that guy got really wasted and stripped and probably vomited. probably vomited yeah she was like i can't believe we're back here because i really thought you would bring me somewhere else i my really thought finale. i had escaped this hellhole after the first <laughs> week but here we are yeah so and it's the most romantic night of my life oh god 
And she's wearing some sort of like illusion netting. Like she looks figure good. Skating. She, looks, she damn, always looks, she looks good, really but good. she's been wearing a lot of illusion netting. Um, I, I'm fine with that. It's very figure skatery. <laughs> so yeah. Nick walks out first, as we expected. He goes through an entire proposal, essentially. So beautiful. He's, he's about to get on one knee, and she just grabs his hand, stop, and just says, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was—the whole yeah. thing was incredibly painful. And Nick, which is totally understandable, kind of shuts down and just says to her, look, I, I don't want to hear how in love with me you were. I don't want to hear this. If you were that into me, we would be having a different conversation, which is which is yeah. accurate. I also feel like after Andy dumped him, he sort of shut down and didn't really talk to her about it and then felt like he needed closure afterward. And I think it seemed like this time he was like, we're going to have this conversation now so that I'm not trying to, like, call her after the show's over. And they did have a conversation right there, and it really sucked and looked terrible. It looked awful for both of them. But at least he got to say all of that stuff, like, about how thing. upset he was. <laughs> Breakups always suck. Yeah. I would assume they're a lot worse when they're being nationally televised and when you thought that you would be getting engaged. Yeah. And, and when you've been through it before and you're already semi-mortified. Yeah. And as much as I love Caitlin, I would not blame anyone for being livid that they were allowed to get through an entire speech about how much they were in love and how ready they were to spend their life with someone only then to be told, I'm in love with someone right. else. And this happens almost every season. Yeah. Less so on The Bachelorette. Often The Bachelorette is allowed to go let the runner-up go early. But pretty much every season on The Bachelor, we have both women giving the whole speech. So this isn't this isn't a Caitlyn-specific thing. No. It's just kind of a shitty thing yeah. that the show does. And in the past when The Bachelorette has let the guy, like, give the proposal— She's been criticized for it, and I think that's understandable because there are, you know, bachelorettes who've stopped them before. They yeah. humiliate themselves. Um, but, you know, she uh, she gets through. She clearly is punished because she is really upset. She clearly feels bad about letting Nick go again. I think she genuinely cared about him. She just wasn't into him enough. Yeah. And Nick gets in the limo and— that was the hardest part of the episode for me because he – it's like this moment of clarity where he's like, this is all going to be on TV like last time. He's like, I'm the world's biggest joke. I'm the joke. world's biggest joke. Ugh, brutal. Ugh. Then we move on to what is the happier part of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Two people actually getting engaged. Um, Sean exits the limo looking very dapper uh, and he – gives the whole proposal speech and doesn't get shut down halfway through. It's kind of like, even though I don't don't like Sean at all, it was still a relief to me just to see someone not get shot down in public. I was like, my whole body like unclenched a little bit. <laughs> I was like, oh, Same. God. <laughs> and look, yes, I'm not a fan of Sean either, but I am team Caitlyn. And yes. if Caitlyn wants to be with Sean, then that's great. I'm into it. I'm whatever makes Caitlyn happy she should be doing. Yeah. And they came out on After the Final Rose, and she was glowing. So she She's seems giddy. really happy. She's clearly very into him. She said it was like Christmas morning like 15 times. Because they get to go to Starbucks <laughs> Because now. they get to go to Starbucks. And Dunkin' Donuts. I mean, I don't celebrate Christmas, but I can't imagine that that would be the best part of my Christmas. 
if I did going to Dunkin Donuts. It's the traditional first thing you do on Christmas. Oh, is that just what is that what I've missed all these yeah, years? Yeah, the thing is that Christians don't get to go to Starbucks except on Christmas. Oh. Okay. God, yeah. I've really been missing out going to the movies all of these years and eating Chinese food. <laughs> Should really reconsider my tradition. Yeah, well, that's why that, that, that tradition is because Starbucks is jam-packed with Christians <laughs> so that you have to go to the movies instead. God, thank you, you for you know. this insight, <laughs> So we ended the episode still having no idea how Caitlin, who lives in Vancouver, and Sean, who lives in Nashville, are actually planning to make this work logistically. Maybe they'll choose a third location as a compromise. Probably like L.A. LA. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to find out. Yeah, we'll be waiting with bated breath to see where the happy couple moves. Welcome today to People Now's Bachelor Dudes, at least two of them, Sam Usher. Hi, Bachelor Nation. And Sammy Smith. How you doing? Jesse Zanino is too devastated by the outcome to be here today. Feel better soon, Jesse. And thanks for joining us, Sam and Sammy. So we wanted to start out just generally by asking how you guys even got into doing The Bachelorette and and The Bachelor. I mean, it's sort of like a chick thing, you know? Sort of. It is a <laughs> little bit. So after I graduated from college, I went home and I lived at home with my mom. And I would come home from work and Monday nights she would watch the show and I would just sit there and I would just like kind of consume it and watch it with her. And then after a while, I was like, you know what? I think I'm a fan. I actually think I like this. And then I just stuck with it the whole way. Yeah, I would actually I would put my watching on you. Uh, so in college, we actually <laughs> went through true. one season of um, uh, what was it? Uh, Project Runway. Project Runway, uh, which which was great. And Sam Classic pushed that on us. Drop. Yeah. A little intro yeah, yeah. into reality TV. <laughs> and it was great. So then Sam uh, Sam moved to New York. And uh, I was like, you got to watch this. It's a great time. So do you watch with a group of dudes? The Bachelor dudes, yes. Do yeah. you guys yeah. watch together? Yeah, we do. We <laughs> nice. try to, at least. And then we tweet it. And, you know, it's more fun to watch it with a group. If you watch it alone, it gets to be a little bit uh, sad yeah. for yourself as a guy. It's kind of like, what am I yeah. doing as, with my As Monday a human night? being. Yeah, yeah, as a human being. <laughs> well, we also will move from different group to group. So we watch at uh, Friends Girlfriend sometimes. We watch at um, kind of Fringe Friends when we can't find somewhere to watch because everyone forgot to DVR it, which right. happened earlier this year. <laughs> right. So how did you guys feel about last night? Were you expecting Sean to win? I assume yes. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly. Um, I mean, I think you guys put it well when you said it was never ending. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'd also both seen the Snapchat heard around the world. So a lot of the steam was taken out of the whole thing. Yeah. Same. So it was just kind of like a coronation that took a long, long time. So it's still interesting to see how like how they produce it and how they like drag out the drama and like tease different things. But it's it's painful. It's a little bit painful. Yeah. It made it seem even crueler every time that Nick was like, oh, I'm so relieved that I actually get to pick out a ring and things are different this time. And not I was cruel. like, no, Brutal. it's not. No. It's not Brutal. different. No. Yeah, to, to, the, to the point where he was getting on a knee. Oh, oh see, no. I was see, I was Dragged loving out. I was loving every moment. Oh, no. <laughs> Then dragged out awful. Nick's despair. No offense to Nick. Nick seems like a fine guy, but I was loving those moments. Oh God! I, it's it, when you saw his family though, at, like at, there at the live finale, they looked like they were at a funeral. I think they might like, be the, the funeral ones of I their feel son's the public for. reputation. They also looked like they were at a funeral when they were meeting her for the first time. It was yeah. all just one big funeral. Oh God! Like, are you kidding me again? What, Nick, please no, yeah. no. Yeah. 
He could be, like, getting married in the future, and they'd be like, we're not falling for this again. (laughs) You're not going to be there. (laughs) Like, best of luck with your future. Yeah, his next girlfriend is in for a tough grilling. (laughs) Yeah, poor thing. Um, Yeah, why why do we think that Caitlin let Nick keep talking? That's my question. Went on for so long. So long. And I was like, Caitlin herself was upset that Chris kept her through the rose ceremony when she felt she felt a little offended by that. And she knew that Nick wanted to go home as soon as she knew that it wasn't the one, that he wasn't the one. And yet she not only kept him on, she let him propose. And then she was like, no, no, don't take out the ring. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that, like, you look earlier in the season when she pushed off rose ceremonies, like, she just has trouble making decisions. I'm the same way. Like, I have trouble out of a buffet line. I feel like, I feel like she also <laughs> has that same issue. <laughs> You know, I kind of know what I want, but at the end, I'm like, oh, but also that, like, chicken thing looks decent. That's so. why the buffet line is great, though, because you don't have, 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 have it of all. <laughs> I come out of the buffet line on my plate. is like you can't see a right, single That's what you actually need is the yeah. option to just keep both of them at the end. Yeah. She was like, can have I have a buffet marriage. of Nick and Sean? Until until you have to weigh it at one of those bodegas and you're like $15 over what <laughs> yeah. you wanted for lunch. You're like, this is excessive. <laughs> Guys, you have I also – I have a hard time with menus – just straight up menus. Oh, yeah. Like if you see a whole menu, you've got all the options. Like that's overwhelming too. That's worse. So there's, it's just making decisions is a very difficult it, thing. It is difficult. I also kind of suspect that the producers were like, this has to end in a different way than it did last season for Nick. You need to keep him on. I was wondering if they offered her money. If they're like, look, honestly, we'll give you like $3,000. Just like let him talk for 30 seconds. Like, it's brutal. Like, it's not nice. But like just do it $3,000. Like fine, fine. I think right. they, they gave her a, an extra big Neil Lane ring selection. <laughs> they were like, you will have the biggest Neil Lane rings oh, yeah. in history. I, wa- I would really want to hear your guys' take on these Neil Lane we actually. How do you feel about them? <laughs> on, on the way here, we were actually discussing the Neil Lane rings. And is Neil Lane a, a, a great jeweler? Or, no. Or, no. That's what we thought. We I thought think like, he's a tacky jeweler. <laughs> right. Like if we came home with a Neil Lane ring for our girlfriend, would she be like, really? A Neil Lane? Like why not why not Jared? Why not <laughs> Why not Kay? Yeah, even Kay well, is better than Neil. You're in luck because there is a Neil Lane collection at Kay. No way. You can yeah. get like it, the it same amount of tackiness oh, for a fraction of the price. He's an empire. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not a good ring, right? No. Well, that was – and I was like, do, is this just like a male taste? Like would a guy look at that and be like, this is the ring where if I had unlimited money, that's what I would want to give a, a girl. I haven't looked at a ton of rings. Uh, really? I, <laughs> you don't have a secret Pinterest board? I, I, I believe I there's something uh, called a pillow cut. Is that a, is that a thing? Whoa, Our, Sammy. Yeah, my, yeah. My, my brother recently got married. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean they only give him an option of two rings. Was that – it know. seemed like there were like maybe up to five entire yeah, I feel boxes. Like usually they have a few more choices. I yeah, feel like Neil, we only saw them look at like two. You know what I thought Neil was funny yesterday? His new collection. Neil didn't. No one. No one told Neil about Nick's past on the show. <laughs> 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 no one's like just by the way, Neil. Like this guy, when you go in, like he's he's been in second before. So he like Nick was like by the way, like I've been in second. Neil's like. No kidding. Yeah. Okay, so the rings. Yeah, he's like, I don't know who you are. You are unimportant. Right. And Nick was like, this is really tough for me already. It was brutal. So I'm going to cry but now. I, I love the relief that, that Nick had when it was actually Neil at the door. <laughs> and not, not Caitlin or a producer just being like, you're, you're out. You're out. <laughs> That's like an option that The Bachelorette has that, that we have to resort to text message. You can just like send a producer 
why do they never do that? I would do that all the time. <laughs> For Can all you just of my tell their person? I want a producer. Yeah. yeah, I'm actually going to have Chris run this rose ceremony, but... Uh... <laughs> I feel like that's what Chris is there for. I feel like he should do more of that. Um, We also wanted to talk a little bit about Sean and his, after the final rose, transformation. His appearance, as it were. Yes. He was looking very sleek. Especially his nose. Do we think that he had a little work done? Okay, well, we were looking at it. We looked at it and we were immediately like, this... Isn't the guy we've been looking at all season, is he? He looked good. He looked very good. Yeah, he did look good. He looked dry. Like his his skin, like usually Sean was very like <laughs> he was not shiny. Not shiny. Yeah, that's a good that thank you very much. He was not shiny. He was matte. He was very matte. So we didn't know if it was maybe the matte thing. Then I took to Twitter and I learned about nose contouring last night. Yeah. Yeah, that was my theory. I didn't know that that even got a good makeup artist. Is is that different than a nose job? Yeah, nose contouring is like using bronzer to to shadow your nose. Shave your nose. So that it looks looks smaller. Yeah. I didn't know it was a thing until last night. Yeah. Because I went on Twitter and I looked up Sean nose. Yeah. And it, then it was like, did Sean get a nose job? Oh, Sean got sick contouring. <laughs> and yeah. then I went to Google and I looked up contouring and I was like, oh, maybe Sean yeah. contoured. See, guys don't know about these things, whereas I wake up at 5 a.m. every morning to contour my nose. So I was like, duh, it's definitely <laughs> you, contouring. You and Kim Kardashian. <laughs> so are, are the guys wearing makeup the full season? And if so, then why were they not just constant contouring? I don't, I don't think, think the guys so. do. Because the contestants have to style themselves. The lead really? gets yeah, yeah. The lead gets, um, I think, wardrobe and makeup. And that's why you'll see in The Bachelor, the girls often have, like, really clumpy mascara or something like that. And there's always, like, one who was a makeup artist who yeah. presumably helps the rest. But I don't think the, the men come in with their okay, own makeup. But, and, okay, so in the beginning, certainly when there's 25 guys, even when there's, like, 13 guys— the guys do their own styling. Like, you can kind of tell. Like, some of the guys, yeah. like, their clothes are not great. But then when they get down to, like, the final five and six, I think all the guys, every time, like, demonstrably take a step up in how they look. Even the ones that didn't look good. So then it made me think that if once they get down to that level, somebody's like, all right, now it's time to, like, make Jared's got to look good now. Jared's got to look, like, really good. <laughs> Jared definitely got definitely. a makeover yeah, for Jared needs to shave. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the final two definitely have styling. Yes. Right. Or a minimum a budget to get a nice suit. Yeah, I wonder if they yeah. they're so like I you think, can go I shopping. I think for the final two you you get outfits because yeah, the women definitely do. get dress they get yeah, gowns. No, they get suits. They they definitely yeah. get suits. How do you prepare for all these clothes? Like do you pack for three months? And, yeah, like, they yeah. get a very detailed packing list. Really? It's like bring seventeen bathing suits and four formal suits and, and a winter five jacket. Formal right. jackets and yeah. Ten sweaters, fifteen Henleys, <laughs> eighteen different V necks. I mean, yeah, so you have to be V-necks. prepared. It's bachelor attire. A and matching just... denim shirt and pant combo. Although there were very few bathing suits during this season. Yeah. There were. They were freezing the entire time. I would just time. imagine they were like, I packed all these goddamn bathing suits and then we never left even Ireland. left Ireland. <laughs> I did all of these crunches <laughs> and I never took my shirt off even once. Two more wrestling. Right, right. Yeah. And the boxing. And also the golf course. Sammy, you've got a great memory. Wow. And also that montage last night where, where yes. before yeah. the ring, Shirtless uh, Sean yeah. was no shirt. Yeah, no shirt. I feel like they found opportunities to just be like, oh, are there cameras here? I'm just lounging in my in my shorts. I don't know. Like, <laughs> if I looked like that, I'd be doing this podcast shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> I do a lot of things I just wouldn't. I wouldn't wear a shirt. <laughs> Ever. 
My boss would come in and be like, Sam, are you shirtless? And be like, sir, I am. You're like, once I again. certainly <laughs> am, and I look yes. amazing right now. It is now. a favor to everyone here right now. <laughs> Give me a raise. <laughs> Um, what about the the whole Sean and Nick confrontation? Yeah, how how did you feel about the couples therapy that Chris Harrison forced <laughs> them into? I thought it was interesting because they were both saying like, oh, you know, they they edited it weird. It, it wasn't really that big of a feud, and then they refused to t- to touch hands or like it was just very awkward. <laughs> I believe it's called shake hands, also not even touch hands. <laughs> I think no. Nick actually went for a hand touch at the they end. They wanted to do the ritual brushing of hands, and it they were, just they were didn't going feet out. instead. Yeah, they, they, they had their feet <laughs> they very very close together. Yeah. Well, I was thinking like the legs cross toward each other, like body language experts would say that they have some sort of secret sort of inclination toward each other. If you cross your legs toward each other, it's very Hmm. meaningful. Nick crossed second. I watched it. Sean crossed, then Nick came in with a counter cross. Whatever that meant, I guess a body language expert would say Nick has some feelings. Uh People naturally follow the body language of people around them. Yeah, Like yawning? Yeah, like yawning. Thank you, Sammy. Behavioral <laughs> expert, Sammy Smith. There you, there you go, guys. Yeah, Not only are we bachelor dude experts, he's a behavioral body expert. <laughs> we knew you, we brought you on for a reason. Well, I felt like they made it seem very weird that they were uncomfortable to be sitting on the couch next to each other. But on the other hand, it's like they're on a love seat and they're – not friends. Also, that is and not I was like, normally like part of weird... after the final rose. They don't yeah, normally make they never them, make them like, do face that. off. Yeah. Very awkward. They, and also, the guys tried their best, their best to be like, it was edited. That was editing. Like, can't you, <laughs> why'd they take away from the love story? And they made it more about us. But it, it was like, even now, you guys aren't like being great guys to each other. Like, let's just, let's just get on with this. Yeah. No, I'm personally read. I'm done with them. I'm like, Oh, yeah. Like, too enough. much of them, yeah. n- not enough of Caitlyn. KB. Yeah. Team Caitlyn. Yes, of course. I really feel like I was just annoyed at how much the show, the After the Final Road show, was set up to focus on Nick. Like, I was like, we get it. You think he's going to give you a lot of drama, but... He did. Not really. The, you don't think so? No. Like they they made him talk for like an hour, and what really came of it? I just I don't like. What am I gonna do? Like she 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 told me she liked me, and then she liked another guy more. And just, well, but I mean that, that was that, a like, Nick Vial impression. Everybody, Bathroom Nation. <laughs> it wasn't. It Take wasn't, that one to the bank. That's it wasn't very a terrible eventful. impression, but it's not eventful. Like if you get a guy who was just publicly dumped. And you put him on a couch and you make him talk about it for, like, half an hour. That's kind of what's going to happen. Like, I just didn't think that it was really worth it. I would rather have heard more from from Sean the actual Caitlin. couple. Yeah, what yeah. have they been doing? We like, still don't Caitlin know where, where are they going to live. Oh, that's a great point. We didn't no – What one are the options? That. Well, she's in Vancouver and he's in Nashville. That's and not I feel like they're going to live in L.A. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and both become e-news hosts. <laughs> I want to know when we'll find out that Caitlin is going to be on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, we didn't see her dance. She is a yeah. former dance instructor. Yeah, she's it's she's... a fully natural pairing. Her with the her with the show. Yeah, and Chris Souls was on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, so we know so any, we know that Caitlin can do, can do it. No, it makes total sense. <laughs> Although relationships on The Bachelor don't tend to survive Dancing with the Stars, stop, except for stop, Sean. Stop. This one, this one might be the one, guys. I don't have a good feeling yeah, what about are, what it. What are your feelings on how long these two are going to last? I actually, over the course of the show, came around on the thought that like maybe this one stands a little bit of a shot. Why? But, 
Oh, wow. <laughs> um, because the whole time it seemed to me like all of Sean's meltdowns over the course of the whole thing were a little bit the byproduct of him being like a, a real legitimate guy actually trying to go on the show where you date where 25 guys date your girlfriend. And like, yes, that would lead to a couple of meltdowns, or at least it seemed to me like it would. So it made me think like, all right, he's kind of a normal ish guy. And I came around on her by the end thinking that like, I guess by, by the pure fact that she didn't pick Nick, that she was like looking for a normalish kind of thing too. Whereas like Chris Souls, that wasn't going to work. Like she was not going to go to Iowa. That was never going to work. This one actually seems like I see how the pieces might fit together. So you, you truly believe that Sean did not know the concept of The Bachelor when he was going on there. I mean, like he, he did act like, like he didn't know, but he Well, I think people have different show. motivations. Like some people can go on the show knowing the concept and knowing like I'm here to promote my own personal brand to the fullest. And I'm going to exit this show with, like, an increased net worth because I've now exposed my face. I'm not here for the girl. I'm not here for the love. I'm here for my future. Whereas he really didn't seem to care about his future that much because he had all these meltdowns, which were a byproduct of the fact that he cared about the girl. He was there for the right reasons is what you're saying. It kind of appeared to be the case, I feel like, yes. Like people are willing to put like the best possible construction on Sean's poor behavior. And I just I don't understand why he gets all these passes. And I, I here's what I think it is. I think it's because he acts like such a big, tough man. And they're like, Oh, he's just a big man who gets jealous and he wants to just punch things and he's like, That's how men act when they're upset. And when Nick gets upset, they're just like, Oh, he's such a whiny baby. But I think that that Nick is just was just as legitimately into Caitlyn as Sean was. I think was. they both were legitimately. Into yeah, Caitlin. I think they both were, and I think they both handled it badly because it's yes. a weird situation. Very weird. Situation. You guys don't give Nick a demerit for being a repeat customer on the show. No, no not really. They all date each other. To be perfectly honest, like the the Bachelor, yeah, the Bachelor almost, people. Right. They all DM each other and then start hooking up after. Yeah, it's kind of the thing. The whole idea too that like. Like, Sean gets a plus for wanting it to be Caitlyn and coming on to see Caitlyn when he never spoken to her before, but Nick gets a ding for that. Like, I don't get that. Like, Nick had a had spoken to Caitlyn and actually liked her. That's bad. Also, Sean had might seen Caitlyn and liked her. Caitlin. That's good. It might not have been Caitlyn. Right. They could have picked someone else. Sean agreed to go on the show before he knew who it was going to be. Okay, so here's where I ding Nick, is that Nick's jealousy then that you see throughout the season where you say he, like, was a whiny bitch, like, that was... I didn't say that. Oh, that, those are my words. Um, <laughs> I believe the word was baby. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> now you're seeing a little bit of the I, private bachelor I, I, dude. I, see, I think that calling a man a bitch is just sort of sexist. Oh, uh, no, Nick, Nick, <laughs> Nick. So here's my problem with it, is that... He went on the show. He had done the show. He knows the format of the show. None of this is a surprise. Like, he's walking into the fire. So if he gets upset about the fire, that's more so his fault but, than Sean, who's doing it for a first time. But I think he handled time. it a lot better than Sean did. And also, the first time when Nick got upset, people gave him no credit for 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 not knowing what he was getting into or for it being his first time. I think that's because he messed up the final rose last time, though. Yeah, and that was, yeah. like, really shitty, but, like, it was one moment. I don't know. I, I don't think that people are—people are very, very unforgiving about— about stuff that happens on reality TV. And it's it's just, like, it's tough to watch because you see people, like, genuinely suffering, and it's, like— People are just enjoying it. And it's like, I don't know. Like, he was, like, so sad last night and, like, crying. We just always. Points, and I was like, 
People are just so happy to see it. We always thought that Nick might be a producer because he was <laughs> <laughs> because he was always so on point with the drama. And like maybe maybe he was legitimately upset and is just really good at articulating it in a way that is full of drama. Uh, but I mean, I actually like that uh, that Nick had talked to Caitlin before. I, I was fine that he came on midseason. I think that talking to her before was was a good thing. But they were right DMing and gonna hook up before before this happened. They were all yeah. in the same circle. Yeah. What I felt was more than a moment. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> so, are you guys gonna be watching Paradise? I, yes. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you watched it in the past? No. Oh, oh my god, you're, you're in, in for, for such a, a treat. treat. <laughs> Is it a sex parade? Kind of. That's actually kind of a great way to put it. It's just weird because, like, sex is used for power in such, like, a blatant way. It's like, because you have well, to that's form, why it's you so have great. There's absolutely, there's absolutely no point to the show except yeah. to stay in a shitty resort in Mexico for three weeks. Does and the winner to do get that, anything? You have to no, be you, in a you get nothing. And the way you win is just you stay with someone. You hook up. Right. Like, so a there's a lot of wheeling and dealing. Like, there's a lot of, like, oh, like, Marcus doesn't like me anymore, so before tonight, I have to, like, go Make just, like, seduce, else. you know, like, yeah, Koopa. like, Ron, and just, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, see what happens there. Jared, and, our good friend Jared. Yeah, try oh. to convince Jared that I really wanted him all along, and it's just so creepy. Mostly what I know about it is the the promo they've been running, where it's just that girl is going, ah, and they oh, go to the next impression. Yeah. It's a great impression. Yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah. No, we're very excited to tune in, because we, the pretense of love in The Bachelor is fine, like, in the, the show itself, like, it's all about love, so it's a little bit, like, preachy to a degree we're excited to get into a show that's purely about sex there's no preachiness to this one oh, yeah except it is going to start with a wedding so yeah <laughs> what? it's a little sanctimonious yeah because one of the couples last uh, season. last season got engaged after three weeks and they're still together a bachelor and in AB- paradise yes, couple and abc yeah. is paying for their wedding so it's happening on paradise but, but are they going to be on the show <laughs> no, just that no, would be amazing. Temptation Island is Temptation Island. Temptation Island, my personal favorite reality okay. TV show of Chris all time. Harrison, if you're listening, this is a suggestion from all of us for next season. That would be so funny. Paradise colon Temptation, Temptation Island. Island. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thanks so much for coming on, guys. It's been really fun. Yeah, this is a blast. Thank you. Come back anytime. <laughs> And now, welcome to Feminism Fails, where we rate the most cringeworthy anti-lady moments of the week on our patented Feminism Fail Scale. One, choose your choice. Two, meh, you get a pass. Three, not cool people. Four, the 1950s are definitely back. Five, gender equality is straight up dead. So the week when the guy or the guys meet the girl's parents, always the week when a really uncomfortable feminism fail rears its ugly head. And this season was no exception. Our first feminism fail is that Nick told Caitlin's mom he knows he's supposed to ask Caitlin's dad for her hand in marriage, but he'll ask her mom too. We're going to give that a three. It's more antiquated than anything. Didn't bother me too much. And overall, this episode didn't have a huge amount of feminism fails. But we've got to dive into that tradition a little bit more. Yeah, speaking of antiquated, why are they asking any of the parents for Caitlin's hand in marriage? I'm pretty sure that's her her decision. I mean, when you think about it, the whole thing is sort of based off of the idea that 
a girl belongs to her father until he gives her to her husband in a sort of property exchange that cements some sort of familial relationship, some sort of feudal system, maybe dating back to like the medieval times. Well, Claire, don't you know that <laughs> ladies and their lady brains can't make their own decisions about their future? Exactly. So we're giving asking the parents permission to marry a woman a four. It's just so antiquated, so 1950s. And yet, you know, people seem to like it, so it persists. <laughs> And now it's time for the tweet of the week. This week, our favorite tweet is from Sandra D. That's at Sandra underscore D underscore. Caitlin says this is the hardest thing she'll ever do, by which I assume she means pretending to like a Neil Lane ring. We can relate. (laughs) And last but not least, we'll leave you with our favorite quote of the week. It was hard to pick one this week because they were mostly really depressing. (laughs) But Nick had this one gem. I got you a gift. It's in my bedroom. He says, never missing an opportunity for sexual innuendo. (laughs) And that's it for Here to Make Friends. Our producer is Caitlin Boguki and our audio engineer is Brad Shannon. Thanks to our guests, People Now's Bachelor Dudes, at least two of them, Sam Usher and Sammy Smith. That's it for our Bachelorette Season 11 recaps. But don't worry, we'll be recapping Bachelor in Paradise starting next Tuesday. It's our very favorite part of the Bachelor franchise. Please let us know what you think of the show. You'll find us on Twitter at Emma Lady Rose and at Claire E. Fallon and on email at heretomakefriends at huffingtonpost.com. And if you like the show, please be sure to tell a friend or all your friends and subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to leave us a rating or comment wherever you subscribe. It helps other people discover our show. This is Emma Gray and Claire Fallon. We'll talk to you next time in paradise. Thanks for listening.